What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Breakdown Sportscast. I'm your host, Corey Willis. I hope you all are doing well on a Monday. Got a chance to watch a lot of college football over the weekend with your friends and family, um, all of that stuff. As always, we appreciate you guys listening in on the show. Um, We're on many different streaming platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon Music, and Amazon Audible, iHeartRadio, and many other streaming platforms. So we very much appreciate you guys listening in on the show. And, um, you know, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know how we're doing and, you know, let us um, know how we can improve for the future. Um, As always, I'm with my good friend and co-host. He is Chris Bolton. What's going on, Chris? What's going on, Corey? Man, you know, feeling good. Uh, It was another crazy weekend of college football as we're (laughs) about to get into. So, uh, you know, some of the games went the the way we anticipated and others didn't. But, you know, overall, man, it was we got everything we could ask for, I feel like. I agree. I I agree. Um, This weekend... You know, it had it all, and for me, I, I actually stayed up a, a little bit later um, to watch a couple of games. Of course, um, my gosh, Arizona really—they—they they really had me, Chris. I really thought that they were gonna do it, but no. Triple O T. Yeah. No Triple overtime, man. You know, I was—I was talking to some of my friends, and they like to, you know, do get into some of the gambling and everything. I was like, look. Take Arizona. Take Arizona this week. Because like we, it was the same logic we said for the, the Colorado game. USC just always finds a way to have games be closer than they should be against them. Yeah. And they almost got burned by it. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, what does the difference make when you have a Heisman Trophy quarterback such as Caleb Williams? to lead your team to victory. Um I mean when when he had made that that um two point conversion, I I literally thought that he was out of bounds. <laughs> but no, right. he made it in <laughs> at the nick of time. So, you know, it, having a player like him, um It's a bad man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, he like he will make he will instantly make your team better. Um <laughs> when you have players like him so and they squeaked out the game with a with a victory so you know hats off to usc we'll see what happens going forward throughout the rest of the season for him um but that wasn't the only game chris that was just insane in the membrane over the weekend <laughs> we had that's, that's, one, that's one way to put it insane in the membrane because that's, that's the what membrane. the coach was that's, <laughs> but go ahead i i, I know right we, we, we can go on and on about that and probably will but um (laughs) (laughs) georgia tech goes to miami didn't have a chance i i can't even remember what the original line of that game was miami was up chris by three points i believe to um, be exact Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 30 seconds left in the football game Mm -hmm. you should kneel Celebrate with your fans. And go home. Go home. You run the football, and you fumble the football. <laughs> you give it back to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech 
what they they took it like what sixty uh, almost like a it was like a sixty five yard drive down the field mm-hmm. close mm-hmm. to that yeah score a touchdown Haynes King with the touchdown throw Georgia Tech wins the game. <laughs> starts to come out the crowd onto the football field. Fans are booing. Just it's insane. Just insane. How inept can you be as a coaching staff to not kneel the football? It's it's inexcusable. It's inexcusable by the coaching staff the fact that they didn't kneel the football and get this win. You literally gave this game away. It's, it's it's like they were playing Madden. I know. You when you try to run up the score against your friend, you try to get one more play in. You know what I'm saying? Let's see if I get another touchdown in, and this game's over with. Yeah. Oh snap! Oh shoot! We gonna turn the ball over now. Your friend and turned took took you all the way downfield and, and got a, a touchdown to win the game <laughs> against you. We've all been there before. We've all had to happen. Yeah. But. That's on the video game, though. We're not foolish enough <laughs> to let that happen in real life. <laughs> exactly. Like, how do you let this happen? This is totally inexcusable. It's it's bad, man. It's bad. And whatever criticism comes uh, to, to the coaching staff's way, comes Miami's way, it's deserved. It's deserved. Um, there's... Even Georgia Tech's coach said, we figured they were going to take, take a knee. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad when your opponent knows that, oh, he, he's going to beat us. Let's just finish the game. Oh, he, he didn't? Oh, okay, let's go down the field. You know, 60, 70 yards. This is going to be easy. They can't stop us. That wasn't in the bingo card. That, that. That was not. That has no business happening. It, we're supposed to be talking about Miami being what six and zero right now. Yeah, five and zero or six and zero, undefeated, legitimate chance of winning the ACC. You know, five it's and going to be tough. That's that's what it's going. They, they, it's going to be tough to bounce back from this. Yeah. Tough, tough. I, I mean, tough one. Uh, granted, the, the coach, the coach, um, they had their blunders, you know, with that with that decision at the end. But Miami didn't do what needed to be done to make sure nothing like this could take place. You know, they should have won by much by uh, a, a way larger margin, and to only put up twenty points against Georgia Tech. It leaves the opportunity for for crazy stuff to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like like I said, Chris, like you just, They were they were nineteen point favorites. Nineteen point favorites. That's insane. That's insane. It's bad. It's bad. It's it's bad, Corey. Is <laughs> it bad as bad as it gets? I know and then I, I like I was curious. I you know, um Wanted to get a little intel on how the fan base felt after that game. And, boy, like, if you're a Miami Hurricanes fan, you are livid right now. Still. Rightly so. the game went went down. 
You just can't let that happen. <laughs> that amount of time. It can't happen. It can't happen. And they didn't have timeouts. Georgia Tech did not have a timeout left. It's over. The game is literally over. <laughs> over with the kneel. I don't I don't know where where Miami can go from here. I don't know how Mario Cristobal and his staff can survive this one, but they're gonna have to do a lot of winning <laughs> to, you know, really to make this wash away the taste of this loss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had all the momentum too that things have really really changed. And you do something like that, Coach Cristobal. It's tough, man. It's, it's tough. tough. It's tough. It's, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. That's four tough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Four tough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, we, we can go on and on, you know, bashing Mario Cristobal. Oh, no. Uh, no, the Miami, Miami fans have done enough of that for us. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think they have. And we're going to let them continue on with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna let them continue on with that, of course. Um, just because we, I think we've said our piece on it, but you know, overall, <laughs> it was just a, just a terrible blunder. I've never seen anything like that before. But we'll, likewise, we'll see what happens um, going forward with Miami. But um, but yeah, yeah, y'all. Um, we we got a lot to talk about um, from week six of the college football season. Um, we had a lot of. A lot of interesting games, of course. Um, one of the biggest games that I will say of the year, and I think it lived up to its hype, was <laughs> OU in Texas, in Dallas, Chris, Texas State Fair. Mm-hmm. Everyone was out and about enjoying themselves, and they were ready for this football game. What do you think, Chris? Did it live up to the hype? I think it definitely lived up to the hype, man. In in some um, ways, it it exceeded. I mean, it surpassed the hype. Mm-hmm. Just the emotion, the raw emotion, especially just early on in the game with the the interception that Oklahoma got to kind of set the tone early on, um, and then. Texas turns around and gets the block punt for a touchdown and just how the team was responding and how the fans were. It was it's everything you want. That, that everything you love about college football was was displayed in that ball game. Mm-hmm. And you know, but Oklahoma ultimately they made the plays necessary to get the win. Um, and it, it, it was a fantastic game to watch as as someone as a fan of college football. It's it was everything you wanted. I feel like I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, Oklahoma defeated Texas thirty four to thirty. Um, in the Red River rivalry, um, Dylan Gabriel. Uh, I, I think overall he had a fantastic game. Um. Throwing and running the football, um, passing. Um, he was twenty-three for thirty-eight, two hundred eighty-five yards with one touchdown. 
and rushing yards. He had 14 carries for 113 yards and a touchdown as well. Um, on the Texas side of things, Quinn Ewers, um, he was 31 for 37, 346 yards, um, threw a touchdown, and he did throw for two interceptions well, pretty much um, in the first half of, of the football game. I think that actually um, hurt Texas more, more than helped them. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah, you, you, can, you can see – how both quarterbacks um, performed in this game. And I think Dylan Gabriel made the necessary plays that he needed to make to keep OU's offense alive and to score. Um, I don't think, you know, toying around with Texas, especially in the second half, can always be difficult because, like we've said on this show, Chris, they're a second-half team through and through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually showed, of course, in this game as well, that mm-hmm. they are a second-to-half team, and they can beat you if they get a chance. Um, but, yeah, overall, I, I, I say the offense for OU, they play exceptionally well. Um, defense, they, they actually play sound as well. Um, as I mentioned, those two picks that Quinn Ewers had made in in the first half of that football game, I think – you know, if Texas scores during both of those drives, I think mm-hmm. Texas wins mm-hmm. um, handily. But um, yeah, but yeah, um, shout out to OU's defense for you know making the necessary stops when they needed to make them um, in that football game. The the, the goal line stand, yeah, it was that that did it. Mm-hmm. That lets you that that was the ball game right there. You know, yeah. Texas is supposed to get a touchdown right there, but OU's defense didn't budge um, right there late in the, in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and <laughs> just just more credit to to Oklahoma. You know, we mentioned the the defense has played great all season, but this will be their toughest task, their toughest challenge. And when you get goal line stands against Texas, one of the more talented teams in the country, you get a first drive interception off a quarterback that should be a first round draft pick in the NFL draft. You know, you you make plays like that um, in this ball game. That's what you have to do to prove yourself as a top tier defense in the country. And I think even though Texas put up thirty points. In the ball game, um, I think Oklahoma still proved itself to be uh, one of the better defenses in the nation, and that they are for real, and that this team should not be taken lightly at all. No, no, they. I, I'd say they proved a lot um, with this victory that OU's for real. Um, and, and that was one of the things that, you know, during our prediction show, um, what we had talked about, like if they could have a game the way that they had on Saturday, it will prove a lot um, to to mm-hmm. a lot of the doubters about OU. Um, and, and just, you know, think about last year's last year's game. Like, OU didn't have a chance. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have any <laughs> <laughs> any defense at all to um, to even get a shot 
um, to beat beat Texas. But um, but this year, you know, things like they've they've created a, a, a three sixty <laughs> uh, with this football <laughs> team um, in in terms of performance, and they they look they look great. And yeah, I think overall, this is a team to watch out for now. Oh yeah, Dylan Gabriel, he he had to play the game of his life, and he did a threat passing and rushing the that uh, the long run at the end of the ball game to solidify the dub was big. Um, he did what he had to do. He put the team on his back offensively and. Gave them a performance that you need from your starting quarterback to win a big time matchup like this, mm-hmm. and that's that's what he did. You you couldn't ask for anything else, anything more from Gabriel. Yeah, yeah. He it, the the ability that he has, you know, with his arm um, and with his legs, is a recipe for success. And you know. I think the players that he has around him, um, Farouk is good. Um, you know, Drake Stoops, which is a, a legacy kid um, mm-hmm. <laughs> in that program. You know, with with him being a part of the Stoops family, um, you know, it, they they all came together and they all played uh, well too. So um, Gabriel has has a lot of weapons on this team and. It showed on Saturday, and sky's the limit now for the Sooners. Definitely, definitely. Um, you you have to put them right there in the mix to be a playoff team. I mean, mm-hmm. a win like this over Texas, the top three team in the nation, they're right there. They have just as good of a chance as anybody else uh, making the playoff. Absolutely. So, <laughs> be prepared for them to be what right top. Seven top six in, in the nation after you defeat Texas. I feel like, yeah, I I, I definitely agree. Um, <laughs> I I think you have to now. Um, they came in this game ranked twelfth. Yeah, I think it's time to <laughs> time to definitely bump them up a couple of of, of um spots. <laughs> yeah, for sure, so. for sure. So yeah, shout shout out to Coach Venables. And like I said, you know, before just the season they've had last year for him to come out and to take this one, that's that's how you lock yourself in as a, a head coach of a premier college football program mm-hmm. for years to come, winning rivalry games, but not also winning them, but winning them when the stakes are at they're all like the highest for both programs. This was a huge game for both programs. In the grand scheme of even having a chance of making the, uh, the college football playoff, not just for pride, but like real implications. So this is this is how you follow up some great coaches that have been at Oklahoma, and you yourself put your put yourself um, possibly in that same pedestal. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um... Yeah, sky's the limit for for OU. We'll see um, how the rest of the season fares for them. But um, you got this game under your belt, and you got it with the with the W. 
Mm-hmm. So yeah, sky's the limit for OU. Um, I, I think overall, these two will play against each other one more time. I, think. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I do think mm. this. Will, you gotta do it all over. Yeah, I, I do think this will be your Big Twelve championship game. <laughs> just, just hands down. Um, and hey, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, who? I don't, I don't think anybody who watched that game Saturday would say, "Nah, we, we don't need to see that one again." Nah, <laughs> run, run it back, run it back, run it back. <laughs> just like on Madden, exactly. play again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> restart game. Right. <laughs> do over. Let's do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, yeah we, yeah I I think honestly we're, we're probably gonna see this game one more time um, at, at the championship game so um, that'll be interesting to definitely watch um, just to see who is the top team in this rivalry. Um, and it'll probably be a, well, I'm, I'm sure it, it's going to be a college football playoff defining game, of course, for both teams at that point of the season. So, um, I can't wait. I hope to see, uh, see it again. We probably will. Yeah. Uh, but you're not, you're not the only one hoping <laughs> we, we all are. Yeah. <laughs> Still a lot of, of, of football left to be played, but um but yeah. I, I definitely hope that we see it again. So so yeah, um any other things that you wanna add, Chris, to this game? Nah, the game speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, if, if if you went back if you saw it live or you gone back and watched it or anything, you know, you know that was a special game, so Great win for Oklahoma, and we'll see how uh, both teams, you know, how the seasons continue to play out for them. Yeah, I agree. Definitely agree. All right. Well, um, that will let us segue now to another game that happened on Saturday night. Um, This was a big game that, of course, I was – Interested in seeing um, <laughs> <laughs> just because the Louisville Cardinals were hosting the Cardinals. Yes, <laughs> they were hosting the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Chris, you know I was excited about this game, and mm-hmm. I even got you a little excited about it about it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I told people I was like, "Hey, your cars didn't disappoint." Yeah. Uh, they didn't disappoint. Watch out for Louisville this year. <laughs> and now look, look at them. Six and no. Come on now. Six and no. Everybody stormed the field. Got a huge, huge victory. Jack Harlow was there. Irish. He was. He was there to take it all in. <laughs> he, was, he was part of the field storming as well, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah. I know. Your cards, just... man. 33 to 20. Yeah. A decisive victory. Exactly. Exactly. Jack Plummer, he has no relation to <laughs> NFL 
quarterback. <laughs> Jake Plummer. <laughs> Jake Plummer. <laughs> um, but Jack Plummer, he was 17 for 24 with 145 yards and one touchdown. Um, Sam Hartman, he did not have a good day. Um, he was 22 for 38 um, with 254 yards and two touchdowns. But he also threw three interceptions in that game that really hurt the Fighting Irish. Um, yeah, overall. That's, 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 that's the game right there. Yeah, that's the game. Like they Plummer, no interceptions. Sam, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the stat. <laughs> that is yeah. the stat. You're not winning ball games like this on the road, Corey. No. With, if you are if you have more turnovers, you have to win the turnover margin, especially on, in, in big-time matchups on the roads. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. No. Louisville took advantage. Look at oh, I think they rushed the ball 40 times. And 40, 40 attempts. They just grounded this game out. Yeah. Gr- ground and pound, you know, putting Plummer in position to just continue to keep drives alive, mm-hmm. make some key plays. I'm, I, I spoke about Thrash pregame. If, if that's a receiver to look out for for Louisville, because he's the one that's their playmaker. Mm-hmm. Over 100 receiving yards and a TD, you know. He, I think he accounted for about three fourths of of the plumbers of the plumbers passing yards. I mean, he was, <laughs> he was funneling the football to him whenever he did throw it. So yeah. uh, it's big big time performance by them, and just a huge win for this Louisville program in in, in year one with Coach Brown. I know it's it's amazing. Um, they're really showing people right now that they are a force in the ACC. And, you know, knowing what happened to Miami, of course, and and Clemson's not doing really good right now. Hey, it only it, it only brings some new competition, new and fresh competition, I'd say, in this mm-hmm. ACC race um, for the ACC title this year where – you know, Louisville's playing really good football right now. North Carolina is. Um, Florida mm-hmm. State's back. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as much as we want to dog Miami, you know, we, they they were just a kneel down away from being 5-0. and oh, So, uh, we, we, I guess we can keep their name in the mix, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess for now. Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> unless you like two Miami fans out there just being like, woo, go Miami. We still got this. <laughs> at this point now, I, I think I think their fan base is, is a little bit off of um, that off the bandwagon. Yeah. But in terms of Louisville. <laughs> but yeah, it's there, there's there's a lot of competition in, in the ACC and, and, and Louisville is making their case. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're making the case right now. <laughs> you, that, that, that's a huge win, though, man. Year one, year one, new head coach. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I, I don't know if any Cardinal fans, if they saw this uh, in, in store before the season, if we talked to some. I don't know. Hey, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's so. 
it's so iffy sometimes when it comes to first year head coach, um, where you just have to deal um, with you know taking on a new team, um, mm-hmm. you know, handling um, the handling the players that you have just to make the most out of the season um, that you're in. And just going from there, you know, it's not not an easy task uh, to be a first year head coach um, all the time. I mean, sometimes you do have an exception where, um, I mean, you look at Josh Heupel's first year with with Mm -hmm. Tennessee and and they beat Bama and they had all of these great wins. And you, you saw the trajectory with the program going up and it's still that way now, I, I'd say, mm-hmm, outside mm-hmm. of a, a few games. Um, you know, though you, you have those instances from time to time. But, um, but yeah, it's, you know, hats off um, to the coaching staff there uh, in Louisville. Like, they're, they're making the most out of it right now. It's really working wonders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they they. They got things going, man. They they making it making it happen. You just gotta give your credit. You know what I'm saying? Clap your hands to them. And if you're a Cardinal fan, I think you're playing with house money. This this is year one. Mm-hmm. You know, who thought we would be here right now, honestly. So you just you're you're enjoying this for what it is. However the season plays out, it plays out. But you know, the guys keep winning. Just, just enjoy it. Just, just soak this in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And um, just real, real quick, um, I'll go over um, the rest of their schedule. So um, they have a game against Pitt um, this coming Saturday. Um, they have to go to Pitt for this game, um, and then they come back home. That's, upset. that's, that's upset alert. Yeah, it is upset yeah. alert. <laughs> it gets rowdy at Pitt. There's always one of those teams, man, that even when they're having a down year, you just they always find a way to take somebody to the brink. Exactly. So they're gonna have to come out and and really be serious and and, and try to um, play the best game that they can play if they want to keep keep this um, winning streak going on this mm-hmm. year. So um, so yeah, they have Pitt this Saturday, and then. Um, the next games they'll have, they have three home games um, before going back on the road. One, the first one's against Duke. So, that's going to be a big game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Virginia Tech. Then Virginia. And then after that, they'll go to Miami. Um mm-hmm. Which and you close the season yeah. um, at home against Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, and at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, yeah, there's some matchups there. There's a lot of work to be done. It's you, you, you would figure they should take care of business against the the Virginia, you know, your Virginia schools. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you got to come. We gonna definitely take it one game at a time, and you need to lock in for Pitt. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not saying Pitt's gonna win, but just, just lock in because it's easy 
We've seen this story before, Corey, mm-hmm. where a team gets a, a huge top 10, top 15 victory. And then the following weekend, they're on the road. And, you know, you're, you're not as locked in as you were for the for the previous matchup. I know. And, and it shows in, in, in the first quarter, in the first half, and they could be trailing by 14 or 10 at halftime before you know it. So we, they have to come out ready. Yep. They're going to have to do it. Um, and yeah, that's a, like all of these games can be trap games for for Louisville if they let them um, be. Um, you know, like you said earlier, Pitt's no pushover. Um, that place gets rowdy anytime a, a top team comes in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so yeah, and you know, I, we I know we we've been joking, of course, um, on today's show, but you know, we still can't count out Louisville. Um, we not Louisville, Miami, um, just because you know this this one loss won't necessarily define them. If they can handle the rest of their schedule, um, mm-hmm. so they're going to have to be ready at all costs, um, just for you know people to give them their best game. So, I think right right now they're doing well, but um, but you know there's still a lot of work to be done. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. So big up to the cars on the on the W. Um, that's. That's how you, you you make it happen, man. You know, they played the style of football they wanted to. The run game was working. Um, you catch a Notre Dame team whose schedule has been tough, and you know, been been a little coming into another physical matchup, and they brought the physicality to them, and that was the winning recipe. Right, I I <laughs> definitely agree. I definitely agree. So. Uh, well, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with the Louisville Cardinals right now. But um, hats off to Cardinals fans, and um, yeah, see see where the rest of the season goes for them. Um, anything you want to add um, before we move on? Nope, I'm good to go. All right, all right. So now that we are done talking about Notre Dame and Louisville, we will head. Little bit um west mm-hmm. <laughs> from where this game was taking place, and we will go to Columbia, Missouri, Chris, where the Missouri Tigers hosted the LSU Tigers um, this past Saturday. This was a game that I was uh, eager to see as well. Both of us were, were eager to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. how these teams um, were, were fair against each other. LSU escapes Columbia, Chris, forty-nine to thirty-nine. They are now four and two, three and one in conference play. Now, um, it was a. <laughs> it, I, I'd say if you're an LSU fan, you were scared to death through this whole game until the end, um, just because LSU could not stop Missouri's offense. Um, at all, and it, yeah, it, you know, it, it took them, it, it took them near the end of the game to finally um, escape 
<laughs> but um, but yeah, um, you know LSU wins won that football game. Um, Jaden Daniels he was fifteen for twenty one, two hundred and fifty nine yards with three touchdowns. Um, Brady Cook, um, I think he still had a really good day as well, um, despite the two interceptions. Um, he was thirty for forty seven for four hundred and eleven yards, um, two touchdowns. And of course, those two picks. So, um, so yeah, it, both quarterbacks were they were playing hard. Missouri was running the football very well. Cody Schrader, he, he had a gr- great day for the Tigers, for the Missouri Tigers. He had 13 carries, 114 yards, um, and three touchdowns. So, um, yeah, it. If you just by looking at the stats, Chris, you can really tell like LSU's um, D line woes is still a thing that's going on, and, and just their defense in general. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think you mentioned like the secondary; it, it's it's just still not where it needs to be, and it did show in that game. And just overall, the defense is not where it's at, but somehow they found a way to win. They did. They did. And it's, I mean, the game went, I feel like, very much how we laid it out there that it would go. We said smash the over if, if, you, if you're if you into, you know, taking taking the points. Because we know, I, I knew LSU was going to put up points. I have all the faith in the world in Jaden Daniels, the way he's performing at the quarterback position, the throws he's making his ability to scramble in the place he's making with his legs. We have no worries when it comes to LSU scoring. Where your worries come in as an LSU fan is the defense. And they pick enough plays, which is so crazy to say about an LSU defense. But will they make enough plays for you to come away with the win? In this game, they did. Major burns. He, he, he'll be eating for free. All week, he don't have to worry about anything out there in Baton Rouge after getting uh, the interception to seal the deal at the end of the ball game. But this this was LSU. It was a pride game for them. They made enough plays defensively to get the win. Would you like to see more to make this not so nerve-wracking? Yes. Can we guarantee you that as an LSU fan that that you know they will continue to make these plays and they'll make the games less nerve wracking as the season goes? I don't see any evidence of that. I think it's just going to be one of those seasons, man. For, for LSU fans, just buckle up and get ready for some foolishness and craziness every week. I think you're right. No. <laughs> After so long, what we always talk about on this show, Chris, you are who you are after five, six six games. (laughs) And it really showed with with LSU that this is the team that they're going to trot out each and every week. Um, And and you can kind of tell that from just Brian Kelly's just demeanor, of course. Like, he knows this defense is not playing up to the standard that they should. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've seen if you're an LSU fan, you've seen really good defenses um, from your Tigers just through through history, um, like the the Burrow years, 
that was mm-hmm. a really good defense. Mm-hmm. Um, this this team is far from that. They they do not have that caliber of defense to um, hold off teams like they should. And right. I, I just I think we're always gonna gonna you know deal with these shootout kind of games with LSU. Um, they're entertaining, but <laughs> but if you're on the side of LSU, um, you're you're always just kind of like you know um, <laughs> holding on <laughs> each and every yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> Facts. Um, in, in a lot of ways, it reminds me of like the performances that Jaden Daniels has been putting together, stringing together with this team. Doesn't it remind you a little bit of like how Tebow was with the Florida team that wasn't as good, but every week Tebow was still carrying them and they were finding ways to get wins? Yeah. this this is a bad LSU defense this is a bad LSU defense it is and you know but the offense has been superb elite and I don't don't think that's going to change I don't think that's going to change I I really Jaden Daniels is the real deal man yeah he's throwing some balls on the money like Mm -hmm. where they need to be he is that it like if there's anything to be excited about right now, uh, if you're an LSU fan, <laughs> is the fact that Jaden Daniels is keeping you in these games. <laughs> he is keeping you in these games. Like you are scoring points, m- more points that you than you ever have been. Um, so that that's a plus sign, you know that that that's. That's that's a good thing to to note um, if you're an LSU fan. But this defense right now, it is what it is. Like, there's no going back. There's no like, let me let me go to free agency or anything right right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you got the team that you have. You got to win with those players. Um, so it's going to be interesting as LSU um, still has to play Bama. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think they actually have a game against Florida. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they always they still have to play A and M. Yeah, yeah, and then they have A and M. So, um, and they have to play Auburn. Um, this yeah. week, there's still there's still a lot of lot of work to be done to to keep yourself in the mix. You know, yeah. the season isn't just dead. It I feel like it would have been. If you lost the game to Missouri, mm-hmm. but but you didn't. No, no, you, you still, still a lot to fight for. <laughs> yeah, still a lot to fight for right now. So, um, it, it's going to get interesting to see how can LSU just you know finish out the year um, with Jaden Daniels playing as well as he's playing and. Knowing that they don't have a defense to, to try out to, you know, really um, strike fear in the in their opponents, um, it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see where LSU goes from here. And um, also, we got we got to give a shout out to Harold Perkins too. We talk about his ability as a pass rusher, but he 
he picked up a big interception in he this did. ball game. He did. He did. I, I I think we would be remiss without mentioning just him on the field alone. He is a di- he is a difference maker. Um, but man, if you're Brian Kelly, you probably wishing <laughs> that you had the Steve Urkel machine and you could cl- you could clone <laughs> about ten more of Harold Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> Because man, that, that interception man, he, was, he was was interesting. It, it was it was great to to see it. Yeah, he, man, ten. That's being greedy. I think he wish he could just have one, one more, <laughs> another one. <laughs> they ten is a little bit too much. It is too much. He needs just at least one more Harold Perkins. But you know, those guys they don't they don't grow on trees. He's no. he's an elite talent for for a reason, man. But. He sh- he showed off his his versatility, you know, with the build, the plays he can make as a pass rusher, but also when he drops back in coverage. So yeah, you, you'll need more of that, man. As the season continues to <laughs> to try to string along some of these doves, because it's it's, it's going to continue to be tough. This this will be the story week in and week out. Can that defense make enough plays for them to win? You're right. Yeah, you you're absolutely right. So yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting to see uh, what LSU does uh, throughout the rest of the season. But um, but overall, you know, they got the victory. That's all that matters. Um, if you're a Tigers fan now and um, you are second in the SEC West, um, yeah, yeah heading shout to out, Shout out to the water. Shout out to my boy Bobby Boucher, water boy. <laughs> You live to fight another day. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> I agree. You live to fight another day, man. That's all you're asking for. You got to win. Let's, 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 let's try to get another one this weekend. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But, um, yeah, any, anything else you want to add, Chris, to this game before we move along? No, sir. We, we can keep it moving. All right. All right. So, um, so yeah, um, so yeah, we we had that game in Columbia. Um, we'll move a little bit east now um, to Athens, Georgia, Chris, where the Georgia Bulldogs hosted the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, this is a game that me and you had talked about on our Friday prediction show um, that we were interested in seeing if Kentucky could. Um, Take a chance and and really drop a good blank, uh, drop a good game plan to um, attack that Georgia Bulldogs defense. Did not happen. Georgia. It was tough. Yes, <laughs> Georgia defeated the Kentucky Wildcats fifty-one to thirteen in Athens. Georgia is now six and zero. Kentucky is now five. And one, um, yeah, it, <laughs> Kentucky did not have a chance in in this football game at all, Chris. Um, which is yeah. pretty much what we predicted. <laughs> <laughs> we said Georgia would come out and more than likely play their best game of the season, mm-hmm. uh, especially coming off of how how they played the week prior, mm-hmm. and they got on Kentucky fast and in a hurry. I mean, out the gate. 
they were on Kentucky's neck, <laughs> and it was it was tough for the Wildcats. I feel like Liam Cohen, when you watch the game early on, he drew up some good plays. I just think Kentucky didn't execute. Yeah, I, I think so too. I was watching that game a lot, and yeah, just the execution at times was was poor. Of course, um, um, not being able to catch um, certain passes, of course, downfield. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that they were really struggling um, to do that, and um, yeah, they just. They couldn't run the football as well either. Yeah, so you you don't connect on your your shot plays that we talk about as keys to winning huge, you know, big time matchups, especially on the roads. Mm-hmm. And and we'll we'll get to capitalizing on shot plays uh, in, in, later on in the show. <laughs> but Georgia did. I mean, Carson Beck he heard us. He said, what you mean uh, Devin Leary is, is more built for this matchup? <laughs> Y'all sure about that? Because Carson Beck played probably his best game of the season. Yeah. He was accurate. Played, played very well. Mm-hmm. And just time and time again led, led the offense down the field. Uh, it was it's just a, a great game from from him. I feel like all Georgia fans, you sleep a lot better at night knowing now we've seen Carson really go off. Like we know he can go off, and you know we know we can win that kind of ball game now. Exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, it was a. <laughs> it, it this was a this was a big game. I'd say for Carson Beck's confidence level, um. With being the being in the driver's seat of this offense, being that leader of that Georgia Bulldogs team this year, um, where he he needed the game like this to build that confidence, and hey, he did it. It showed he had a really great he had a really great game. Um, he was twenty eight for thirty five, three hundred and eighty nine yards, threw for four touchdowns. And um, just one interception. So, um, yeah, if you're a Georgia Bulldogs fan right now, you're really pleased with what you saw. And I think now is is no question. You need Beck to have performances like that week in and week out, um, from start to finish. Um, mm-hmm. Just because before this game, Georgia was starting really slow. Um, but you hope now that this is a game that can really define Carson Beck as a, as a leader of that offense um, that can take his team to victory uh, week in and week out from start to finish. So, um, so yeah, great day for him. Um, we'll see where, where it goes for Georgia, but um, for Devin Leary, um, I mean, he was 10 for, for 26, um, 128 yards and two touchdowns. Um, so he didn't, he didn't, he, he didn't throw any interceptions, of course, but, um, you know, when you're playing, he didn't make any plays. Yeah. He just didn't make enough plays, um, in this football game. So, um, you know, 
10 for 26, I don't, you have to be a lot better, a lot sharper than that if you want to um, take on a Georgia team that has the amount of talent that they have. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you anticipate coming on the road and winning, you the, everybody has to be better. And they, they were not good enough. And it was it was just obvious. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was obvious. Um, Georgia was the more talent is the more talented team, mm-hmm. and they came in just just playing spectacular football. Just the execution level was ten out of ten. Right. So when you're when you are better, and then you play better too, put that together, you get what we saw on the field Saturday night, man. Just a beat down. Exactly. It was domination. <laughs> it was pure domination. <laughs> sure. Like and we and we said it too. We said Kirby was going to really um you know light a fire under that team just because mm-hmm. the past several weeks they weren't they weren't playing it well at all. Um you knew it was gonna come at some point. Mm-hmm. And you know, players stepped up. Uh, big time, Ra-Ra Thomas, you know, Mississippi State transfer, he stepped up, made his first touchdown of the season for the, the Bulldogs. Um, you know, Brock Bowers, um, yeah, all, all, all of those players stepped up big time, of course. Um, so, mm-hmm. so he, this he was good, 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 good win, good win for Georgia. Um, and this is how you remind people that you know we we haven't been on our A game, but just know we we got that we got that ace in our deck, you know what I'm saying ace in the hand. Mm-hmm. Um, we we got that little joker and the big joker too. We still can turn things up a notch if we need need to. Mm-hmm. So they 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 turned it up. <laughs> they they play like the Georgia teams where we're used to seeing play, right? You know, and uh. That, that's what that's what the fans needed. That's what Georgia fans needed to see. You, you don't want to win ugly games every week. No, you know, you're not trying to you're not trying to win ugly. So you you want some to sit back and enjoy a game sometimes to to be able to breathe a little bit. And this is this was the kind of win that this team needed to have. Absolutely, I <laughs> definitely agree. Um. Yeah, it's just a confidence booster when you can, you know, after the the weeks that Georgia's been having, um, you know, you host a SEC opponent and you play as well as you did on Saturday. So um, it's definitely a confidence booster that can, you know, it, you can only go up from, from here at, mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the talent that you have, so um, I'd say f- for Beck, um, like I like I mentioned a minute ago, you know he needed this game, so um, I, I think it'll it'll definitely help him moving forward throughout the rest of the season. Yes, sir. Yes, but um, but yeah, anything else you want to add to this game before we talk about our last game on the show for today? Nah, nothing more, you know. For Kentucky, just go back to the drawing board, try to wash this loss away and bounce back. Um, 
know, uh, it's not like that. It's not like Kentucky has never been blown out by Georgia before. You know, it's this is kind of what, this is what happens sometimes, man. <laughs> you know, Georgia Georgia blows a lot of teams out. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. You just try to bounce back in your next one. Absolutely, I I definitely agree. Um, yeah, yeah, nothing else for me as well. Um, big win for Georgia. And um, this week, they take on Vanderbilt. So, it should be another confidence booster this week. <laughs> <laughs> it can be a confidence drainer if you don't beat them the way you just beat the snot out of Kentucky, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you, you should put it on Vandy. That's normally what happens when Georgia and Vanderbilt meet up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it should the the confidence boosting should continue in the it should continue <laughs> <laughs> if if you're a Georgia fan but um but yeah good win for Georgia and um yeah now Chris we segue to our last game on today's show where we'll go into Texas in College Station Texas where the A and M Aggies um hosted the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, this was a game that we, we also had talked about as well, um, that we, we really wanted to see what, um, uh, both teams, um, would do in this football game overall. Um, just because, uh, with A&M, they've really started to uh, showcase that defense, um, uh-huh. more in a, in a positive um, trajectory, I, I'd say. Um, coming mm-hmm. into the season, they had a really good defense, but it wasn't showing as much at times. But the last couple weeks, A&M's defense has been showing their dominance, and I think it did do the same as well, of course. Um, but overall, um, Alabama defeated A&M 26-20. to um, Jalen Miro, he was 21 for 33, 321 yards with three touchdowns, um, through one interception. Um, Max Johnson, he was 14 for 25 with 239 yards, one touchdown and one interception. So, um, a little bit of a back and forth battle between both teams, um, that you can see through the stats and ultimately through the score, but, um, I know Nick Saban said he was proud of of his team for fighting back, and um, yeah, uh, another win for Alabama, I should say. Another win for for Tide uh, Milrow throwing for over three hundred yards, showing why he is the best quarterback on Alabama's roster. His arm has been questioned all season. But he threw for over 300 yards and threw some dimes. The the shot plays. Jermaine Burton. What a game. What a game. What a game by Jermaine Burton. Wide receiver for Alabama had 197 receiving yards off nine receptions, two t- uh, touchdowns. I mean, he made some catches. He made some catches. Some crazy catches, some some big time 
the kind of plays that had Alabama fans hype for his arrival on campus, the the receiver that Bama fans felt like they were getting in Jermaine Burton, he put that on display in his ball game. This was his best game as an Alabama football player. And he put on the show. Mm-hmm. He that's that's how you help Jalen Milrow have a huge game. Some of, with some of the catches he made, some really high level tough receptions, and then also some high level routes. The double move that he did on the sideline to break free, um, to to get open down the field. Burden put on the show. I, I that I can't sing his praises enough. I agree. I, I agree. Um, he he played lights out in this game, Chris. Um, and he really proved that he is the guy to lead. If Alabama was going to come back and do this, <laughs> you <laughs> if, 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 if Alabama was going to come back and do this, Chris, you need a guy like, like Jalen Miro in that backfield play call. You just mm-hmm. need him, uh, like you, you, yeah, you have to, yeah, you got, you got to have him. Like yeah, uh, <laughs> like you know, wrap this man in bubble wrap. Do do whatever you can because <laughs> you need this guy to last the rest of the, of the season for you. Um, to even you know make make it to the playoffs because that's still uh, that's still a possibility for Alabama. Especially with a win uh, like this in College Station, I know A and M wasn't ranked, but um, I say this is a this was an impressive win for Alabama. Huge, huge, very impressive. That place was it was not easy to put, it's not easy to play at College Station not in front of twelve fans. Um, the team that the last time they had you at College Station, they got a win against you, exactly. so. The spread was Alabama one point favorite for a reason, you know, and it played out in this game where there there were moments where A and M could have made something shape, mm-hmm. but they didn't take advantage. They wow. did not make enough plays. They did not take advantage of the opportunities that were there. Mm-hmm. And Alabama, they did as the game continued. Jermaine, Jermaine Burton just made. Catch after catch after catch. And when somebody's doing the things that if you haven't seen, go go watch the highlights. If you it when someone starts making the plays like that and that the, their impact player Halo starts glowing underneath them. <laughs> <laughs> like in like in the old NCAA games. <laughs> look, you went you went for a long day and that's that's what happened. And that's what that's exactly what happened. Uh, Jermaine Burton, a guy that needed honestly, he like there's tons of guys that we can um, name on the Alabama football team that need to step up. Um, but in terms of receivers, um, you don't have a Waddle. You don't have a Jerry Judy. You don't have a. a Devontae Smith, Devontae Smith. Smith. Um, Jamie, uh, Williams. Like you don't have those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Like, he needed to step up. Him or someone in that receiving corp needed to step up. And, boy, he definitely reminded me uh, of, of Jameson Williams a couple of times running <laughs> downfield. It just hitting nine routes, just like mm-hmm. waiting for the ball to <laughs> to come at his hands. Like he he really did um showcase his skill set uh, on Saturday, and um and and it definitely it definitely helped Alabama a lot with him um you know being there to to make plays for that team. So um so hats off to him. Um, but yeah, yeah, for sure. So hats off to him. And now Alabama, despite the slow start, the rough start, you're you're where you want to be. Yeah, you have one loss, but you're undefeated in conference play. Mm-hmm. You control your destiny. Yep, you control your path to the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. And so now you. I think you're learning. You're figuring some things out. You, you might be learning. Maybe we have a playmaker in Burton. Yeah. Maybe Burton is. Maybe Burton is the guy we thought he was when he came to to Alabama. Mm-hmm. You you know Jalen Milrow can he can throw a, a beautiful bomb pass. I mean the, the, he can he can really push the ball downfield. So we're going to see, man. You know it wasn't looking pretty. We wanted we wanted to throw them, you know, cast them as being dead, and you know, this is Alabama. This is the year that it doesn't happen. But I think if you talk to Nick Saban before the season, you tell him this is where you're at right now at this point. I think he'll take it. Yeah, yeah, and you can just kind of see a little bit in his demeanor that he. Um Things are kind of starting to settle down because I think he's starting to uh, learn more about his team, and the team is starting to learn more about each other. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think he he knows notices now that he can still win with this football team. They just have to do things a little bit different than what it's, it's not going to be easy peasy lemon squeezy like yeah. it like it's been in the past, right? Like I was seeing. Right, little, you know, is they're gonna have to scrap and fight for these wins a little bit more um, than what they used to. And hey, <laughs> Nick Saban being the defensive coach, I think he, I think he welcomes that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he that welcomes is, that. That is that is the kind of challenge I feel like he he takes pride in and enjoys. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, it's it's not going to be like how it's been in the past where you, you know just blew everybody out here in other domination. No, it's going to be it's going to be on you as a, a coach and your staff to to show why you you're coaching at Alabama and mm-hmm. you know scheme up some stuff and, and you know put your players in position to make some plays and, and live with the result. So they're they're earning their check this year is is what I'll say. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I I agree with you one thousand percent. Um, (laughs) yeah, they 
<laughs> yeah, I think everyone's uh, everyone's earning their NIL money and they're earning <laughs> their, their their checks right now from Nick Saban. Oh, um, yeah, I, I'm even looking at the at the rest of the coaching staff outside of Saban. Oh. <laughs> um, just because I think we have to, Chris. Like it's a brand new coaching staff. They're they're learning, you know. They're also making you know um, common errors, mm-hmm. of, of course. Um, more so than I think any Alabama fan has has ever seen. Um, or I think the game they had, yeah, the game over the weekend they had um like nine pre-snap penalties or something like that. Mm-hmm. In the game, it like usually Alabama teams in the past they don't, they don't make they don't many mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we make you make the mistakes, and yeah. we just take advantage. Yeah, right, right. So <laughs> you know, th- this team isn't they're mortal <laughs> at the end of the day. But um, I-, I think they are finding themselves a little bit more, and. Uh, you know, hats off to uh, to the players and, and the coaching staff for you know beginning to figure things out in a way that's um, in a more positive trajectory um, than than um, in the past this season. So, uh-huh. so yeah, we, we'll see what happens with Alabama going forward. Um, they have a game against Arkansas. Um, this coming Saturday, so um, that should help them some more. Um, and the game is at home, so um, yeah, that should help with boosting the confidence level of this Alabama offense and just as a Alabama team all around. Because um, I think they need it for sure, for sure. Um... And then we'll be getting ready for another key matchup uh, for the Tide here in a couple weeks. But, um, but yeah. yeah, go back home, take care of business against Arkansas, and then continue to to somehow, some way, be, be right there in the mix mm-hmm. for a playoff spot. I agree. I definitely <laughs> agree. But yeah, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's um, – that's all I got. Anything else you want to add <laughs> about this game for me? Nothing we else. Up? I mean, nothing else for on this game. Just uh, the weekend gave us, you know, everything we could ask for. You know, some craziness, uh, some scares. You know, Ohio State was 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 spooked a little bit by Maryland. <laughs> I know. Uh, um, we saw some dominance. Uh, you know Michigan play playing some play some good football and put the thumping the smackdown on someone and USC the gift that keeps on giving of crazy scares you know triple overtime with Arizona I mean some blowouts some close games uh, you got it you got everything you wanted this weekend yeah did you maybe get it from the team you wanted to see it from nope. You know, you, you might not. Yeah. But but everything we wanted to see, it did take place. 
I agree. I agree. We we got it all. We we got it all. Dion said, you know, he he loves he loved this team for winning this week, but they play like hot garbage. We saw it all. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it took them boys what the, the, the final drive, the deep bomb. Yeah. Set up the game when the field goal. I mean, hey. Sometimes look. Yeah, after your team just lost two games in a row, you, you just trying to get a win. Yeah, no matter how, you just need a dub. You just need a W. You just need it. They got, they got it. They got the, it. The, uh, the Buffs got it. Colorado got it. They got it. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, man. man, it was another fun weekend for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, was a, it was a fun weekend. Um, yeah, we, 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 we saw we saw it all. Um, you Even um, – just looking at it now, like UCLA defeated um, Washington State, that was a big win. So, and you said that too. You said who's who's who says UCLA can't bounce back and get a big win over Washington State? Hey. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like they they got a pretty good good quarterback too over there in UCLA. Like I like Dante Moore. Um, so yeah. It, yeah, we we saw it all over the weekend, uh, mm-hmm. of course. But um, but yeah, it, it around this time of the uh, of the season, um, you really start to see these teams as they are, and you really start to map out, you know, who's who's where on mm-hmm. on the on the scale system. Um, so yeah, it. Yeah, this was a great week of, of college football, and I know we'll get a, another great week as well that we're definitely going to talk about later in the in the week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Of course, you can um you can find your boy as we wrap up on social media. Follow me on X, Chris underscore Bolton underscore twelve, um, and then get me on Instagram too, Chris Bolton underscore, and uh, just I'll let you I'll let your boy there. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we can talk some college football, NBA season starting up too. You know, college NFL's basketball is going on stuff. right now. <laughs> college <laughs> basketball is right around the corner. I mean, this is, this is about to be that time of the year, man. Where everything collides. NLB playoffs going on. Oh, man. This is, this, this is as juicy as it gets as a, as a sports fan. I know. <laughs> this is like getting a, a juicy T-bone steak. Chris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cook medium. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's what my dad would say. Like, you, you give me the mushroom gravy and all. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> please, please. Serve it up on a silver <laughs> platter. That's that's what that's oh, where we're at right now. This oh, year. Got, this sport, I'm, so. I'm over here just lips watering, just think, thinking about one. But I had, <laughs> we good, we good. I'm 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 bringing it back. I'm locked in, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, 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 well, yeah. We appreciate y'all listening in on the show, of course. Um, if you want to follow me on social media, you can also follow me on X. Um, it's at Listen to KSW. I'm on there talking college football. Um, anything else on professional wrestling, video games, um, NFL, yeah, any any sports topic that you want to discuss, um, I'm there. Um, so definitely hit me up on there so but um but yeah that's um that's it for today's show y'all we appreciate everyone listening in on the show and um 
yep, we should be back um, this coming Friday for our week seven predictions. Yes, sir. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, until then, y'all, everyone take care, and we will see y'all then. Peace. Peace.